Time for a little hockey talkie. This is Leafs Nation Postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs get it out in center. Here's uh, Spezza in over the line, trying to go for the hat trick. He scores! Jason Spezza cuts across the goal crease and undresses Thatcher Demko and scores the first hat trick in a Leaf uniform. First in a Leaf uniform, eighth of his career, and the first since April 9th, 2016. As a member of the Dallas Stars in Nashville. Ain't that something. Points night for the Maple Leafs, including a hattie from 37-year-old Jason Spezza. Leafs 7, Canucks 3 here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5.9. The fan, Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you on Twitter. At the Golden Muzzy, at Gord Stelic, Sam McKee, Danielle Furtado, and Josh Santos along for the ride as well. Good night to have Bruce Boudreaux stop by the show, the 2008 Jack Adams award winner will drop by in a couple minutes to weigh in on all things Maple Leafs an eight, two and one start Gordo. Yeah. And add one word. We thought Joe Thornton at 41 was going to break these kind of records. So Jason Spezza, the second oldest player in Leafs history to record a hat trick. And it's just by 19 days. He's 19 days younger than red Kelly was red. Kelly was 37 years, 255 days back on March 21st, 1965. And he's the oldest player to record a hat trick on home ice. They're killing it at home. And there's no fans being able to sit there and enjoy. They're making Scotiabank Arena rock when there's no fans in the building. This was how how good a how great a game was this by the Toronto Maple Leafs. But boy, uh, Vancouver. I don't know if it's good or bad that they get to get to go right back at it. I mean, Jason Spezza looked like Connor McDavid blowing around Canuck defensemen. So did Austin Matthews. And this was the best 60 minutes game the Maple Leafs have played. You're right, 4-1-0 now on home ice at Scotiabank Arena for the Maple Leafs. This, of course, uh, one of three in this three-game set with Fan City, who just look in complete disarray, and we'll ask Gabby about that coming up. But I think there's a lot of positives, quite frankly, to pull from this Maple Leafs game. Among them, uh, Nick Patan makes a season debut, picks up a beautiful point in this game. Zach Bogosian picks up a point. 11 different point scores. Jason Spetz of the Hattie. How about 22 different Maple Leafs scored now have a point this season? Yeah. I mean, you talk about balance, and that's also because a coach puts everybody in the lineup and gives everyone a chance, you know, to play in good situations to try to get a point along the way. This this, this is going to play out really well. Travis Dermott looks like he gets hurt tonight, doesn't return, so you start adding to the injury list, and depth is going to be a key, key factor. And i got to tell you, tonight, Freddie Anderson didn't really make a big save. Thatcher Demko made a couple of big saves early, made probably the best four or five saves. So it's one of those that Freddie played ordinary and the Leafs just went out and kicked ass. Yeah, I thought Thatcher Demko again was phenomenal. The Canucks are running around in their own end. You can tell early on the Austin Matthews blow by on, on JT Miller to start everything in this game. The Canucks, again, uh, very vulnerable and fragile even coming into this game, given what's happened the last little while, especially against uh, the Montreal Canadiens. But uh, full credit to Toronto. I had no clue what to expect from a team that had been off coming back from a Western road trip the way they did in Alberta. But I think all in all, Sheldon Keefe will be happy with the way this team played. And I think a fortunate thing and a good thing, it's always good to have some things to talk about following the game that you didn't like very much, right? Yeah. Don't have any. Yeah. You know, and even, and even you know, like uh, give Ottawa credit. We'll do the out-of-town scores later on, but they beat Montreal 3-2. So good on the Senators. And the point being is Vancouver fattened up on Ottawa. Vancouver, this is how they played tonight, really, 
is how they play pretty well all season. It's kind of been baffling for a team that really had a, had a positive regular season last year and, and in the playoffs as well. And they, they just haven't had it and thought they turned the corner when they had the Senators three consecutive games. But you saw tonight, and, and they're healthy again. Early in the season, T.J. Miller, Quinn Hughes were out for a few games. They're, they're back. But, uh, wow, it's just a shell of a team that finished last season you're totally right the Canucks 6-8-0 through the first 14 games of this season does not get any easier with Saturday and Monday again slated for Scotiabank Arena the Maple Leafs 8-2-1 out of the gates uh, pretty much a picture-perfect start and can't say enough great things about Jason Spezza his back's always against the wall whether it be with Mike Babcock whether it be on waivers a couple weeks ago just goes about his business loves being a Maple Leaf and a hat trick tonight Gord when that final game in the play-in round when he started a fight to try to get yep. something going against Columbus. I mean, that just showed about being a consummate team guy with the kind. I know at that point, Mike Babcock was gone and Sheldon Keefe had been there for a while, but just all he went through, just doing anything team wise to try to go out and make something happen. So, you know, it was, I mean, he only played 12 minutes, 17 seconds. That was basically a regular shift because they're able to roll four lines and it gets the hat trick plus two, five shots on net. And this is a guy that's, that's the old style offensive prowess he had, but I, you know, as much as I love him blowing by on that third goal, it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous he was able to do it. But if anyone could do it, that's great that it was a guy like Jason Spezza. And so the Maple Leafs defeat the Vancouver Canucks by a score of 7-3. Uh, they're 8-2-1 out of the gates. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Selleck here on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 of the fan at this point. Uh, so happy to bring in 2008 uh, Jack Adams Award winner. The none other uh, needs no introduction. It's uh, Bruce Boudreau. Gabby, what's going on? Well, just watching, just watching hockey, just like you guys. It was a good night. Oh, it was a really good night for sure for the Maple Leafs. Thanks so much for doing this. Uh, you know, what was your assessment uh, of this one tonight? Clearly, the Maple Leafs have a lot going for them so far this season. Well, you know what? They're extremely fast, and the the thing that uh, even makes them look faster is they they are such a good passing team. There were so many passes, tape to tape, and. Uh, when you're, you know, even slow teams look really fast if you can put it tape to tape, and they're not a slow team. So I mean, um, when, they're, when they're passing like that, uh, it's uh, it's the one thing that really impressed me. Though there was a lot of things that impressed me, but it was the one thing that I could see all the time: the outlet passes from defense to forward on the tape, not bouncing, and they're catching them in stride. It's a uh, uh, it's a fun thing to watch uh, when you're playing like that, and well, boy, not a fun thing like that to watch if you're Vancouver right now because they they uh, were playing right into the hands of the Leafs the whole night long, whole night. Yeah, I gotta get ask you a little bit if you're Travis Green in a second, but you know, sentimentally, Bruce, you would always I would think have a player or two like Jason Spezza that were more a veteran, playing a different role. You know, had their best day behind them, and then every now and then to get some uh, you know get some apples like he did tonight, you had to feel good. Everybody felt good. Yeah, I really felt good for him. I've I've liked him, um, you know, ever since he was in Mississauga, uh, quite frankly. But uh, it, but to, for him to come in and you didn't even know if he was going to get a contract after his last year in Dallas. Comes in, he plays good last year. I think he got ten goals, and they re-sign him again. And to see him get a hat trick and look like he was twenty-seven again, the way he was shooting the puck and the way he was skating, it was fun to watch. I'm happy for him. 
Chatting uh, with Bruce Boudreaux, it's Nick Alberga and Gord Selleck on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 of the fan. The Maple Leafs improving to 8-2-1 and one out of the gates. Uh, and a lot of big reasons so far of the success is, is the power play. What, did you, what have you made of the PP so far? And only, only one goal in this one, but they've been dynamic to say the least. Yes, they have. And, I mean, they've taken a, a page um, out of uh, – not Vancouver, out of um, Edmonton's book. And I, I watched them pretty closely on the power play tonight. And – one of the things you really notice is that they're retrieving all the pucks, and every time they retrieve the pucks, they get it right back to the point. It's like, let's start over. They don't try to make an ad-lib play um, uh, off, a, off a, a, a puck that goes wide or something. They get it back to the point, and when you have Marner, for the most part, Marner on one side and Matthews on the other, like they had in that one power play in the third period, and they were just winding up and shooting. They must have had eight shots on, on goal. At the same time, uh, every time that they were going wide, they were picking, the, getting the puck again. And when you have control like that, and you can get it back to the point and you keep coming at them, it's, uh, uh, it's, something is going to open up. And it inevitably does on Spezza's goal. It was the same way. They got it back to the point. They, um, they play three high. Which uh, which is a common thing now, and uh, and they come in and they take the shot. I thought the Vancouver penalty killing on that first goal was really shoddy, but uh, um, like you you can't be stiff legged against the Leafs. You've got to you've got to pressure. Like if you watch it on the replay, uh, you'll see Sutter just gliding towards Spezza. So he comes he has all day to walk in and take a shot. And and the one thing he's always had is a tremendous shot. And uh, um, when he gets away like that from where he sh- shot it from, the goalie can only hope it hits him. Okay, so put yourself in Travis Green's shoes. Now, aside from playoffs, uh, you're not going to get three games in a row like the Leafs and Canucks will play. And uh, generally, you'd have a back-to-back in two different two different buildings. So do you, almost, do you like the chance or what are the challenges to come back? In some ways, you get to go right back at them. But, boy, it's got to be a lot of different, lot different performance your team puts out there than tonight. Well, I'm sure they're not going to practice tomorrow. And uh, most times uh, uh, you would think they, you know, you would in a normal situation after a, after a game like that, especially uh, in, old, in, old, in olden days, so to speak. But I think they'll watch video, and I think the video is really self-explainable. Uh, if the, explainable? Uh, I don't know, whatever, if that's a word. That's but, good. Uh, um, good enough. <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, you can see, like, I mean, the defense, how poor it is, porous it is. And, and you could, uh, on those goals where they're just walking around the defenseman and they're backing in all night long. And you can see, like, I mean, uh, we used to uh, always have a rule when I coached is that one pass can't beat three guys. And, and the, the one goal, I mean, your third guy, high, he can't let three guys behind him. But that's where, again, the Leafs got the puck and fabulous outlet pass and, um, and they beat them here. But, I mean, there's so many mistakes that Vancouver did that if you want to use it as a teaching tool, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty easy video to watch. Conversing with uh, Bruce Boudreaux here, it's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic, Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 in the fan, a 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs, 8-2-1 out of the gates. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh, your general thoughts on what we've seen from the North Division so far, and for your money, who is the best team in the North Division right now? Well, I mean, um, you know what? It's a good question. And uh, I think right now watching, 
I mean, Toronto and Montreal are neck and neck, even though uh, I think it was a real good trap game um, for Montreal tonight, and they got beat. And uh, But um, uh, it looks like Toronto, was, they have four days off, or they had four days off, and they're watching Montreal beat these teams, and they're saying, okay, yeah, you watch. We're going to come back, and we're going to show you. And I think they play eight more times against each other. I think whoever wins the series is going to end up at first place. Um, quite frankly, with Winnipeg uh, uh, battling it out with Calgary for fourth or third and fourth. So we got the uh, senior citizen, so to speak, Jason Spezza, the hat trick tonight. Of course, Joe Thornton, uh, when he gets healthy, back at in the Leaf lineup. So uh, Super Bowl wise, are you going with the Tom Brady experience? Or are you picking Kansas City? You know what? I don't know how you can bet against Tom Brady. I, I get. Um, I get how good Kansas City is. I mean, sorry, how you can, did I say bet against Brady? That's what I've meant anyway. But, I, I mean, uh, this guy is amazing. For what he's doing at his age, um, it's, to me, he's the greatest athlete of all time. And, uh, uh, like, I mean, this is the 10th Super Bowl that this guy's been in. And who would have thought that they would have got there? But I can't bet against him. I mean, it's just... Uh, uh, it's just a storybook uh, uh, thing that that his life is, and um, for him to leave, I think I think deep inside, uh, for him to leave New England, and everybody saying well, how good the New England teams were, and Belichick, and this and that, and the other thing, and now he goes to Tampa, and his first year gets in chance at Super Bowl. I gotta believe he's gonna, they're gonna finish the storybook ending. Okay, now uh, we're getting some snow coming here. How many of the 25 centimeters you said you had in the ground in Hershey, Pennsylvania? Have you got it all cleared? No. No, we're, we're, we're in the U.S., Gord. You've got to get your facts straight. It's inches down here. It's not centimeters. You know, it's miles per hour. It's not kilometers. Come on. Well, how, get with it. How many, had, how many inches? 26 inches. 26, 26 inches? inches? Oh, my God. Yes. That's why I thought it was centimeters. Okay, 26 inches of snow. Wow. Yeah, it was a crazy three-day storm, and uh, um, I found out one thing that, you know, from living in Toronto all my life and living in Minnesota the last couple of years, that they are very much better prepared at cleaning um, uh, cleaning the roads than New Jersey and New York and Pennsylvania is. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see you in April, okay, when you get out of there. <laughs> Thanks, Gabby. <laughs> Hey, you can come visit any time. I mean, well, we can put the snowshoes on and mush through anything out here. I look forward to it. Okay, I'll, I'll wait for the golf season, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thanks so much, right. Gabby. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you. There's a legendary uh, Bruce Boudreau who's the absolute best, Gordo. Well, he, yeah, he is. And, and like I said, he, a Toronto kid, played for the Toronto Marlies. George Armstrong said he was his all-time favorite Toronto Marley. Bruce got emotional recounting that. Uh, when we uh, paid honor to everyone, paid honor to George, and uh, uh, I hope he gets one more kick at it. He should. Me he's too. A, he's a, one of the winningest coaches in NHL history. All I'll say, and I'll just put this out there: something has to give in Vancouver. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I don't know how. How you know? Every year, you know, I don't care if it's COVID or not, Gord. There, there is you know casualties along the way, and I hate to use that word. I'm sorry to use that word, but there. You know, there are people who lose their jobs, sadly, in this NHL world, right? Uh, whether yeah. it be GMs or coaches. And 
Um, it's a success-oriented league, as you know. Statistics mean everything, and Vancouver has really, really struggled after their showing in the postseason. Yeah, and even though they've had a relatively long run of general managers or they've had long tenures, the Aquilini brothers, they're not like the Molson brothers in Montreal that have been very patient, very cool. <laughs> uh, they can get very emotional. So it, whether it's, um, I would think, you know, like the Trevor Linden situation never made sense. He came as president, mm-hmm. what, for two years? Yeah. And then he was out of there and just never, never, they made up some, some BS story about it, but it never made sense. And, you know, that's just the way it goes. So I would think we're talking about if there's any pressure, it's on Jimmy Benning more than Travis Green right now, which would really be unfortunate. But yeah, it's, uh, it goes with the territory and, you know, you and I don't yet own a hockey team nor one day ever, maybe one day. And so we don't get to, we, we don't get to make those choices. I think GameStop is the one to invest in, right? Is that still a thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It kind of, it's kind of going the Briax way, isn't it, right now? I don't know. It was at one point. The Enron way, that's for sure. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga. Let's hit the break. Uh, just getting started again. Many thanks to Bruce Boudreaux for hopping on, giving his, uh, his expertise and advice as to this Maple Leafs team, what we've seen so far in this season. Later on, we'll hear from Sheldon Keefe, some Zoom calls as well. The Maple Leafs feeling good about life. The Canucks, not so much. 7-3, the final for Toronto. Nick Alberga, Gord Stelic. This is Leafs Nation post game on Sportsnet. 590 The Fan. Blue and white at night. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. The Idaho Steelheads at ECHL. Oh, the Idaho Steelheads. I hear they got a good team. Wait a minute, there's a goal just been scored. Austin Matthews, I think, is good. This is... Okay, this is where you need some fans and a goal judge. Let's go! 2021 in a nutshell right there. Austin Matthews on Fuego. It continues. Two more goals in this game. Part of a 7-3 win. The Maple Leafs 8-2-1, a six-game point streak, 5-0-1. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic. Uh, suffice it to say, a lot of statistics to pull in favor of the Maple Leafs after this win. Yeah, Joe Bowen, hey, Joe and Jim were at the venue this time, and they didn't sound any better. So, you know, <laughs> about identifying things. So, come on, Joe, having fun. They they actually make it a lot of fun. And when you're doing a broadcast, to your point of a of a seven three win like the Leafs had tonight, yeah, there's just all kinds of all kinds of accolades to go around. The one uh, unfortunate note about Travis Dermott just playing a little over a minute, so uh, injuries now starting to hit the back end there, but. Depth-wise, that fourth line, that fourth line, Nick Patan's first opportunity. A lot of people forgot Nick Patan's with the team, but uh, John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, they're just out there being, like, huge, being huge. And Nylander's being Nylander. You know, he's 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 kind of quirky, inconsistent, but the other three are horses in and different ways. You're right, and I think the big word to use with this start is confidence and Stella getting her groove back. How often we talk about that last year, and, and all Stella's on this roster have got their groove back, and they're they're playing comfortable, they're smiling, they're having fun out there, and again, it really, really helps when you get out of the gates the way the Maple Leafs have, and it's showing right now. 8-2-1 uh, and one through the first 11 games of the season. Two more goals for Austin Matthews. Let's hear what he had to say via Zoom. Welcome, Austin. We'll jump right into questions here. First up is Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Austin, what has uh, Jason Spezza meant to this team? And did you ever think tonight that you'd have to get a hat trick to keep pace with him? Uh, he means a lot to this team. Um, I think more than anybody knows. Uh, uh, that was fun to watch today, tonight. Um, that was uh, vintage Jason Spezza. And I mean, he put on a show and uh, I mean, he's uh, he deserves it. He works so hard every day. And, um, you know, at, uh, at this stage in his career, the the dedication that, 
uh, he pours into uh, in, into his own game and into the team. It's uh, you know it's pretty incredible. So to see a guy like him get rewarded tonight and uh, and put on a show like he did, that was uh, that was pretty incredible. Next up, we'll go to Kevin McGrand, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Austin, how do you uh, how did you guys prepare for these guys? You had like three three or four days to uh, to sort of rest up. What was the practice like preparing for these guys, and what does it mean to face them like three games in a row? Um. I don't know. I mean, kind of just go through the uh, the regular pre-scout, I guess. Uh, go over a couple things uh, on their structure, on their play, and um, I think the the biggest part of it was just on our own, on our, focusing on our own game and uh, our own structure, and making sure that we were playing with a lot of speed. And um, you know, I think coming off the the four-day break, um, you know, we came out and had a really good start, and it seemed like we had really good legs throughout the whole game. So. Uh, that's always a positive, especially after you have those uh, three, four days off. Next up, we'll go to Josh Clipperton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Austin, I'm just wondering what it was like uh, today, some of the new changes, the hour and 45 minutes. You know, you guys are creatures of habit, no glass behind the bench. Was it was it strange in any way? Um, yeah, uh, I don't think uh, a lot of guys love the, uh, the late uh, – whatever, get to the rink an hour 45 before. But, um, I mean, this, uh, it's an unprecedented year, I guess. So it's, uh, you know, you got to go with the flow, I guess. There's going to be adjustments. There's going to be stuff that, uh, roadblocks that get thrown in your way. And uh, I think it's just all about adjusting and, um, you know, kind of going with the flow. Next up, we'll go to Jonas Siegel, The Athletic. Go ahead, Jonas. Hey, Austin, I'm just wondering what you come to admire most uh, about Jason. Mm, we both share a pretty big passion about our sticks. So um, I think naturally pretty much hit it off uh, pretty early, but um, just the dedication. I mean, he, he doesn't, uh, he can't take a day off the ice. Like when we have days off, he still goes in there and he skates, uh, prepares sticks, uh, prepares his gear. He'll do whatever. He just loves being at the rink. And um, like I said, at this stage in his career, to just see the dedication and the passion that he has for the game uh, day in and day out. Um, you know, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's just incredible and it's, uh, it's fun to watch. And, um, you know, we saw some vintage, uh, vintage spots tonight. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. We'll take two more. We'll go back to Kevin McGrand, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. I just wanted to, if you could say a word about, uh, about Vic, your security guard who we learned uh, past today. I mean, how, uh, uh, he's been around forever. I just wonder if you ever got to know him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, all of us did. He uh, he was around quite a bit, right by the uh, the entryway to our uh, locker room. So, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers are, are going out to Vic and, and his family. Um, but you know, he just put a smile on your face every day. He was so friendly. Um, you know, no matter who it was, uh, he always took time to say hi. Um, you know, just doing his job there. But um, you know, just an incredible person. So, um, like I said, our, our thoughts and prayers are with his family and. Um, you know, kind of unfortunate news to wake up to uh, today. And last question here, we'll go to Lance Hornby, Trauma Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Sorry, Austin. Uh, What's it mean to uh, have played every team now and to have beaten every team? It's early, of course, but uh, it's a pretty good start for you guys. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we're still so early, and I think we're still trying to figure out, um, you know, our game still and our structure and uh, just trying to put a full 60 minutes together. And, um, so, uh, I mean, so far so good, but it's, it's still early, still got a lot of work to do, but 
um, you know, I think we're, we're pretty happy with uh, the steps that we've made so far. Thanks, Austin. Thank you. Thank you very much to Zoom. There's uh, Austin Matthews, two more goals, part of this 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs scored. Seven shots on net as well. I, I like that when Austin Matthews is firing shots that way, and this is just kind of a, yeah, a fun fun kind of post-press about just uh, everything going right. And, uh, and a guy they obviously value, and he showed them a lot about ad- dealing with adversity in a classy manner, Jason Spezza. So yeah. everybody thrilled with him getting the hat trick. And speaking of fun, uh, go look up the Jason Spezza laugh on YouTube or Twitter. Because you can't even try to imitate it. You know, it's, it's uh, I can't. It's just too impeccable. Maybe we get it and play on the broadcast. Jason Spezza is the best. Uh, his, uh, his hat trick the first time in a while, April 9th, 2016. Good on the veteran. His eighth career hat. Let's hear what Spezza had to say. Jason, how did it feel to have a, a night like that, given your, uh, your, your role here with the team? And did anyone uh, give you a hat afterwards in the dressing room since there was nobody in the stands to throw any? <laughs> uh, no hats, but I got a bit of a water shower walking in the room. So uh, the guys got me good. But yeah, obviously, nice night. Uh, puck was following me and, you know, I haven't had too many of those nights the last couple of years. So uh, it's you know, obviously nice to get. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Jason, Austin, and Mitch, we're just saying how much they've appreciated uh, what you've brought to the table, your mentorship. Uh, what has it been like being around those two guys? How have they maybe given you some extra energy as well? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the excitement and passion they have for the game, I think, you know, rejuvenates the whole room. And when you see your top guys that work like that, it uh, makes everybody want to be better. So uh, they're fun guys to be around. I, I've seen a lot of growth in their games over the last you know, time that I've been here in the last year, and uh, we hope to keep going. Next up, we'll go to Kevin McGrand, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Jason, for a guy that loves to be around the rink as much as you do, what did you think of the new protocols where you couldn't show up until like an hour 45 before? Yeah, I get here pretty early, so the guys are giving me a hard time. Maybe I've been doing it wrong all these years. So um, it's uh, you, you roll with the punches. We talked about at the start of the year, though, how there's going to be changes, there's going to be adapting, and uh, you know, I thought it didn't phase us today. We came out, we had a good start, and uh, when they change protocols, it definitely keeps you guessing a little bit, but uh, we adapted well to it. Go Dave McCarthy, NHL.com. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Jason. It seemed like you guys were around the net all game long with uh, grade-A opportunities. What do you think led to the, uh, the effective puck movement, the offensive zone time? What led to that success today? Yeah, I thought we just played fast. We were crisp. Um, you know, we broke out well. And, you know, playing fast isn't always just skating fast. I thought we, we moved the puck quick. We, you know, we pushed out of the zone and backed them up and did a lot of things we talked about. We had, you know, a rare four days to work on things and uh, coaches prepared us well. And I thought we executed. Next up, we'll go to Chris Johnston, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Jason, I noticed that you were one of the guys that took the skate this morning. I know you often do that even when it's not required of the team. I mean, why is that something you do rather than, I guess, resting more? Yeah, for me, I kind of like to just keep the engine running, and uh, I'm a guy that goes by a lot of feel, so uh, I like getting on the ice, uh, get a few touches in the morning. It's it's usually not that hard of a skate, so, you know, you get some things to work on, and for me, it's just routine and helps me focus for the night, so um, you just kind of do what, you know, comes naturally to you, and for me, I enjoy kind of getting on the ice, and I feel like I accomplish more when I do that. Take two more. We'll go to Steve Simmons, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Steve. Jason, it's one thing to be a parent of the kids you're a parent of, and it's another sort of to be the dressing room parent of a group of young guys, that, you, that you, the role you kind of take now with this group. What's it been like to be that guy? 
yeah, it's, it's a role that I take seriously. And, um, you know, I try to, you know, there's an age gap, but I think that we're all still hockey players. So you try to make connections with guys and, you know, we have great guys here and, and you know, the younger guys especially have, have shown a keen interest in wanting to learn. So uh, for me, you know, I think even more than getting a hat trick tonight, it, it makes me proud just to see how happy the guys were for me. So, um, you know, those are moments that I think uh, you never forget. So uh, less so about the goals and more so just about, you know, the appreciation from your teammates, but it's definitely something I take seriously. I think you have to be a good role model for guys and you have to, you know, be all in and, and be able to be a good pro. Because I'm always hearing about you're doing this for the rookie who just got drafted or you're doing this for the guy who's coming from Sweden or Finland or, or wherever. So obviously it's not just what you're doing on the ice. It's, it's a whole lot of other things. Well, I think when I look back, you know, I really appreciate the guys that took interest in me and wanted to help me. So I think uh, anytime you can help ease a guy's transition, whether it's a guy coming from Europe or just a younger guy trying to find his way. And, and sometimes it can be confusing to why you're playing good or why you're not playing good. So that's where you lean on your experience and, and just try to communicate with guys. So, um, yeah, it's something that uh, I definitely put some thought into and want to make sure that I'm helping guys out and try to be aware of uh, what's going on in the locker room. And last one here, we'll go to Josh Clipperton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Jason, the young guys talked about your passion to th that still burns for this game. You made a lot of money. You've had a lot of awards. Where, where does that fire, how is that fire still burning so bright? Yeah, I, I don't know. I love the game. The game's been good to me. Um, I think uh, I'm still chasing the cup, and that's what keeps me driving. But just coming to the rink and being part of a team, I don't think you can ever replicate uh, the bond you have with teammates over the years. And there's ups and downs and kind of trials and tribulations, but you all always have each other's back, and you know, that's pretty special stuff. So. You don't get that unless you're playing. So for me, I try to stay motivated and, and keep myself relevant and make sure that I can uh, help the team out so I can keep playing. Pretty astonishing. There is a Jason Spezza. It seems like everything he's throwing, at least in this market, he continues to recover. And he was he was excellent tonight, Gord. Yeah, he was. And, and we heard a little bit of the laugh there. And, uh, sort of. And that. And, you know, Steve Simmons asked some good questions about, you know, not overdoing it, but just being kind of the surrogate dad in, in many ways. You know, it's funny, these Zoom calls, because the Philadelphia Flyers off to a a good start as well, but we haven't had uh, the, like the Jake Voracek. I love Jake Voracek too, but so he answered one, say it's from Nick Alberga. And obviously if, if you were there in person, he wouldn't talk to Nick Alberga because Nick's annoyed him. So he just said, uh. so Nick asked the question, remember that? He goes like, what happened? And he just gives a thing and he goes, but then, yeah, you just write your bleep and bleep and anyway. Okay, Nick, whatever. And it just, uh, uh, in some ways expressing his mind, but just kind of one of those awkward moments. So we haven't had that yet in the zoom call world with the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, except Austin Matthews back on under the, he still answered the question of Steve Simmons though, back under the bubble. But uh, yeah, he just sort of took him to task for something. He uh, had a problem. With. I think it's tough as well with this team playing so well and winning hockey games. Once it gets, you know, to that point in the season where they have a tough loss or a disappointing loss, I think you can see that switch flipped on. But for now we're feeling great. Another win for the Maple Leafs, seven, three against the Vancouver Canucks, two more against the Canucks Saturday and Monday night, both at Scotiabank Arena. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stellick. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Breaking down. What's up? What's up? This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. All right, Leafs Nation postgame continues here on Sportsnet 590. The fan, Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic breaking down a 7-3 win for the Maple Leafs, a six-game point streak, 5-0-1-1, now 8-2-1 out of the gates. They're feeling great about life, and they have Vancouver Saturday and Monday night still, Gord. 
Well, I talk about it. I remember an ugly time. Some people old enough would. Three games, which is an oddity. Even in the playoffs, it's an oddity to play three games in one city. But 1994, sitting beside Joe Bowen and that conference final, going out there, Leafs tied one game apiece against the Canucks. And for a couple of years, there was the quirky 2-3-2 setup if geographically you were far enough apart. And it was an ugly and long three games, five days in Vancouver. Leafs lost all three, got eliminated in the final one. So, hey, if it's Leafs Nation, let's make this a regular season, ugly, comparable version for the 2021 version of the Vancouver Canucks. Not to mention, um, you want to make Scotiabank Arena a house of horrors, right? You and do. it has been so far. The Maple Leafs 4-1-0 on home ice, right, Gordo? That's something they never really have grasped. Even like, Not that they've had greatness the last couple of years, but even with the improving teams, I thought... I thought they would make it more a house of pain at home, but they really have been as as good on the road as they've been at home. And here they are. Cause I mean, if you're a really good team, even though it's changed there, the arenas are there, there's a symmetry to the a sameness to the arenas. They're not unique, like the Boston garden, Buffalo, the Montreal forum, whatever. Uh, but yeah, you, you want pe- teams to come in and go, yeah, we, we got to really bring our best game or else we're going to get our butts kicked. And that has been the case so far. A seven, three win for the Maple Leafs. Here's head coach Sheldon Keefe. Hey, Sheldon, if you wouldn't mind, just a, uh, an update, if you have one, on Travis uh, to start. Yeah, I think it looks uh, like it's pretty minor. Uh, it was just a Charlie horse, uh, just something that he just, he just kept waiting and waiting to see if it was just going to go away, try to get it moving. Um, just didn't settle down enough here for tonight, uh, but we're not expecting it to be anything too major. We'll see how he is at practice tomorrow and make a plan from there. Okay, and then second question, did you see um... – Get this one out of the way too. The fourth line, just what Patan did on that line, did you see enough to keep him in for another game? And uh, you know the way he worked with Boyd and Spezza tonight. A lot of those guys had a lot of jump today. Uh, they had the puck a lot, uh, made great plays with it. Uh, Patan, in particular, um, seemed really confident for a guy who hasn't played a game in a really long time. Uh, I thought he looked really comfortable. Brought a lot to the group. Uh, Boyd and Spezza are very good. Obviously, Spezza had a uh, a terrific night here tonight, and, and we're happy for him. But, yeah, I thought the line was really good. Next up, we'll go to Josh Clipperton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Sheldon, can you put into words what, uh, what Jason means to your group, not so much, you know, tonight, but just in general? Yeah, well, I think I mean, I, we've talked about it a lot, but uh, on a night like this, it's a good opportunity to to revisit it. Just, you know, he he's um, – with his experience and his voice and his personality brings a lot to our room. We've, we've, we feel like we've added a lot uh, to that department. Um, I think having Spez last season uh, just showed us just how valuable that is. And we felt we could, we could add uh, to the, you know, to that. And I think we did, but uh, just the, the work that he's put in all through the off season uh, to get himself ready to play and to push others to be ready and help our younger guys, and then just another example, just, you know, at his age and where we're at in the season, you know, he's, he comes, he skates, um, you know, he skates on one of our skill development days this week, instead of taking the off day, which even though he hasn't played a great deal, nobody would have blamed him for taking the off day, but he comes in he works with the skills coaches and some of the guys were giving it to him a little bit. And they thought that the hat trick goal looked a lot like some of the drills he was doing there with the skills uh, development staff with our player development uh, uh, staff here this week. Um, so it's great to see him get rewarded for that. And the guys were really happy for him. Next up, we'll go to Chris Johnston, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. 
Yeah, Sheldon, aside from just all the goals that, that went in the net, I'm wondering, did you see more of the offensive pace you've been looking for in, in general from the team? Yeah, I did. I thought it was the best we've looked in that regard, just in terms of how we left our zone and how we got through the neutral zone, how quickly we moved the puck. Um, you know, all those type of things. I, I just thought were really good, you know, for all four lines. Our defense, and again, our defense, even going down with the, the 5D pretty much the entire game. I thought that those guys uh, did a really good job of moving the puck up very quickly to the forwards and themselves getting involved in the offense. Um, I thought uh, Brody and Riley were outstanding, how they moved the puck here today and launched our offense. So uh, that was really good, uh, really good to see. That's what we wanted today was improvement in that area. You know, when you take a break like we had and you reflect and regroup as, uh, as a team, you practice, you're expecting to see progress. And I was happy that the guys came out and executed here today. Uh, but what I will say is I think, you know, an effort in a game like today, you never know how the score is going to go or how the game's going to go, but we're a rested team playing against a very tired team. that's had a very tough schedule. So frankly speaking, I, I expected us to be really good here today and make it hard on, on Vancouver. And you know, the challenge of course here now is to regroup and do it again. We'll take a couple more. We'll go to Bob McGill, East nation network. Go ahead, Bob. Hey, Sheldon, uh, you know, you watch practice and you see the hard work that the guys are putting in over the last couple of days. Uh, but also, it's the, I hear the sounds of the fun that they're having. And you put both of those together. I think it helps in results that you get here tonight, do you think? Yeah, I do. I do think that, uh, Bob. Um, you know, it's, listen, we've been having success as a team. So the guys are feeling good. And they're coming off a couple of days off to have, to gather again here in practice. Um, we've got lots of reasons to be positive, you know, whether it's the success of our team that we've had to date here and, and the wins that we've been putting together, or just the fact that we get to play hockey. We're coming together as a group. Uh, I think we're grateful for that opportunity and the guys love being at the rink and love being around each other. And, uh, you know, there's been right from day one of camp, there's been a real good vibe around our club and uh, that continues to grow. And a night like this just, just adds to that. But, you know, we got to get a get a sleep in here today. We got to come to the rink again tomorrow and do it again. Come with great spirit, but to put our work in on the ice, and uh, you know the games won't stop here. They're going to come quickly, and we've we've got to continue to build upon it and you know not look back. And last question here: with a Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Sheldon, it's early, of course. You've now seen everyone in the division and have at least one win against everyone in the division. Uh, significance of that, uh, again, it is early, but uh, it's got to make you feel good. Well, sure. Yeah, like I said, we've been able to, you know, to get good results uh, to this point. And as you said, we've seen everybody. Uh, the greatest challenge, though, throughout this whole schedule, I think, is to is to beat the same team back-to-back games you know in our case we're going to play Vancouver three times but you know we we get the edge here today they're going to regroup and they're going to make adjustments and we're going to have to do the same and we're going to have to continue to get better that's the that's the greatest challenge I mean we were able to do that uh, against Calgary um we weren't able to do it either time against Edmonton um and we, we've got to find a way to, to you know to bounce back and build upon this here because you know the reason why it's so difficult is that the other team doesn't feel good about what happened in the first game and they seek to get better. And it's important for us to, you know, to not take our foot off the gas and it starts with practice tomorrow.
All right, there you have it. Young Sheldon, Sheldon Keith, the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. What were your thoughts on his sentiments tonight, Gordo? Oh, it's just, it's just fun. They're going to practice tomorrow, so that's good. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux thought Loud maybe. music maybe too. Uh, well, whatever works, works, you know, trying different things, but don't try too many different things. And uh, they're in a groove, they're in a routine. Let's go do it again on Saturday night. Bruce Boudreaux thought Travis Green might not practice and mm. just kind of go over video stuff and with a little bit of tough love and kids' gloves at the same time because uh, – that was a whooping the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs put on his Vancouver Canucks. Very fragile right now in Vancouver. There's no doubt about that. That's Gord Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga. We're minutes away from Sportsnet tonight with George Russick and Josh Goldberg. So sit tight on that. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. We need to talk about what just happened. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Welcome back to the show. Sportsnet tonight with George Russick and Josh Goldberg is coming up in about five minutes from now. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic wrapping up this edition of Leafs Nation postgame. A victorious edition yet again for the eighth time this season. The Maple Leafs 7-3 over Vancouver. Game one of a three-game set. Toronto Gord 8-2-1 through the first 11 games. Yeah, and tonight we really saw from the drop of the puck that offensive dominance for 60 minutes by the Toronto Maple Leafs to see if they can keep it up uh, in two more games against a they've helped make them somewhat fragile Vancouver Canuck team and um, some interesting scores around the league as well. I know you'll be talking about later with George and that, but just uh, good on the Ottawa senators coming up in a tough game and winning three, two over the Montreal Canadians for starters. Yeah. 2021 in a nutshell right there. Montreal's running roughshod through the entire NHL and then they lose to the Ottawa senators, but uh, so be it. And such is life in this NHL world. You got to come to play every night. No doubt about that. Patrick Line came to play tonight. Gord scores his four, uh, first with the Jackets. Jack Roslevic also scores his first with the Jackets, uh, all part of a 4-3 win against Dallas. Yeah, so that era, we'll see Pierre-Luc Dubois, I guess, on the weekend. But meanwhile, his current team, the Winnipeg Jets, up 4-1 with three seconds left. So I'm going to call it a win, okay? Three seconds left in regulation over Calgary. And uh, just after after Paul Maurice, in a good way, went to battle uh, with, over with Blake Mueller. I think I think he loved having a question. He was waiting for a question yesterday in the off day press conference, and just to be able to tee up exactly what he did, extolling the virtues of his captain and that. So uh, they're going to win four one over the Calgary Flames, and we'll see a Pierre Luc Dubois if he's in as early as possibly Saturday. You're right. Uh, very calculated thoughts uh, by the head coach Paul Maurice there in Winnipeg. Uh, what a thriller in Sunrise. Haven't said that recently, but uh, Jonathan Huberto at three and two. I couldn't believe it. His first career hat trick, but not to be outdone. Philip Scoresberg or Philip Forsberg, who scores the OT winner in this game. I can't believe Sergei Bobrovsky has five years and 50 million bucks left on that contract. He is a terrible goalie. Uh, but the Predators, a five-point night for Forsberg, combos that five-point night for Huberto and a uh, 6-5 win here for the Preds. Okay, there's still a lot of games to go, Nick, but if it's game before game number 56, and we're talking at the end of the year about Nashville creeping in the playoffs there in Florida not, this is the night it happened because Florida had a chance. They had a two-goal lead with under three minutes left. We didn't get to see it, obviously, because yeah. we're enjoying the Leaf-Vancouver game. But Sergei Bobrovsky, they're off to a great start, Florida, in spite of Sergei Bobrovsky. And tonight, that that's a bitter, bitter pill to swallow. You had the game in the bag. Yeah, they, they again, there's just a lot of questions for me when it comes to their goaltending. Chris Dreger's their backup. It's not even Sam Montembeau when they're sort of splitting time with Dreger and Bobrovsky right now. And I just can't look at anything, any team as legitimate. I know the Panthers are what, 5-1-1, and 5-0-2, excuse me, to start this season. But if you don't have goaltending, you're going nowhere. I don't care if you're in the Stanley Cup playoffs. 
Uh, how about Alex Ovechkin play 27, 28 minutes tonight? Um, in the, the Capitals finally lose a game and lose another one at that. But the New York Rangers, you talk about teams who directly needed a victory and two points. It was the Rangers. Well, and the game against Pittsburgh Monday, you forget the Penguins de- defense has been decimated. I yeah. think Jim Rutherford knew that when he stepped down, that three guys would get hurt the next few days. But yeah, now the Rangers back to back wins like so. And same with Ottawa tonight, like some of these teams that you don't you don't want them to be, you know, a, a in oblivion 10 games into the season. So I I like seeing a sense of life from those teams. Heightened intensity for sure. And again, make sure to join us on Saturday night for Leafs Nation postgame. Toronto, the second of nine installments of the Vancouver, the second here in this three-game set. Don't forget about games in hand. The Maple Leafs scored up like three games in hand on Vancouver, and they're way ahead of them. Oh, I know. I know. It's, uh, well, it it could end up being a bit of a have-and-have-not division as well if the Canucks don't get their act together. Very well said. Many thanks to Bruce Boudreau, Sam McKee, Danielle Furtado, and Josh Santos. That's professional broadcaster Gord Stellick. I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening. Sportsnet Tonight is coming up with George Russick and Josh Goldberg. Sarah, you with me? Sorry, Jeff wants to talk retirement plans tonight. We're getting killed on fees. You should check out Quest Trade. We switched over last year. It's been great for us. With everything going on these days, we'll be fine. Sarah, look at me. You, Jeff, the kids, deserve to be way more than just fine. It's time to switch to Questrade. See how you can retire wealthier with a Quest Wealth Portfolio's RRSP at questrade.com.